on a very special episode of Just Another Movie Night. We've seen the abyss. It's looked back at us. <laughs> the, the abyss yeah. of turds. And- well, you can always tell them when a movie treats the audience as though they're stupid is when they do a like a, a flashback and they show you what you just watched on the screen. Yeah, yeah. This is just like a little little insight into how we look at rating. Well, you can always tell them when a movie treats the audience as though they're stupid is when they do a like a a flashback and they show you what you just watched on the screen. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Scott. And I'm Joe. And we are just another movie night and today we're doing something a little different because once in a while we uh, don't have a movie that we're going to go see on a Thursday or Friday. And uh, I figure we'll, you know, once in a while we'll put out like a a special episode. And uh, this is going to be one of those episodes. We're going to do some each time. We'll probably do a uh, a little thing of us chatting about either ourselves or chatting about something we love in movies. So tonight we're going to chat about something we'll, we've never done, which is weird because we probably should have done this a long time ago. We're going to talk about how exactly we review. Our rating system. Yeah. We're going to discuss our rating system because sometimes we rate movies in a way that uh, most people don't like a lot of people use the point system you know like 3.5 2.5 2.4 stuff like that we don't yeah we're we're you know it's funny because we've been doing this for a while we really haven't pointed out exactly what our minds go to when we review things so i thought maybe we should take this uh this uh, week where we, we don't have a film to discuss this stuff so yeah right off the bat i guess we don't do a point system, and we also don't do star systems. Uh, I think mostly because we used IMDb for so long, which a lot of people now use Letterbox, and uh, we don't because we don't want to start over. Right. We've been doing this for so damn long I'm since IMDb <laughs> uh, first came out. Yeah, not starting over. Not going to start over at this point. No way. Yeah, because I I don't think I want to review another. What, what are some, you at? Seven thousand? No, it's, it's got to be almost six thousand. Okay, that's or something lot. like that. Uh, I actually was joking around about it with a group of guys on uh, I'm on uh, Instagram. We were all chatting, all movie podcast people, and we were saying it. And I pointed out, I, I'm not starting over. And so yeah, I mean, since we use IMDb, we kind of do an IMDb score, which is one out of ten. Mm-hmm. And uh, the difference though is that when IMDb takes your score, which is one out of 10, it still has like a point system because it's breaking down all the average of all the people who rate movies online, which I actually really enjoy. Mm -hmm. I like seeing that score system. So I think that's pretty much why we have adopted the one out of 10. I also really like, because I've had this conversation for so long about with so many people about rating in general and how, you know, the debate between 
is it good to rate a movie or is it bad? I've always been into rating movies. I've always uh, been on the side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had a friend, I think we had a little debate once, and he was saying how uh, all movies are art, and so they have merit. And I'll agree with that. And I think what IMDb tries to do is they do the one star just to say all movies have some, you know, something about them. There's something that you like, you know, that there's there's something redeemable. Yeah, but this comes down to the Rob Reiner spinal tap joke of, well, isn't 11, 10. You know, (laughs) it's the same thing. Isn't one, zero. So unfortunately, one kind of is zero. But I do like the idea or that premise that one still gives like a little bit of something special mm-hmm. you know there's something it's still a movie someone tried someone made something you know and you, you give them a little credit you know yeah, you have to give them a little credit but like i said unfortunately it is like a zero so yeah we're, we're gonna kind of chat about what movies so we, we're trying to make a list both of us uh, we haven't seen each other's lists but we're trying to make a list of movies that we would give each star to explain a little bit about how we rate and what kind of movies we're thinking and why those movies would get that star. Yeah, this is just like a little little insight into how we look at rating. We're going to do you want to start at the best and go down to the worst or do you want to start at the worst and go down to the best? No, let's start at the worst and So then... we're going to start with one. Yeah. So, so cuz we don't give a zero. No, but one is kind of a So zero. like I said, one is a zero. Unfortunately, <laughs> but I do like this idea that even when it's terrible, there's some there's someone tried. You know, people worked on it, and it's mm-hmm. it deserves a little bit of, even credit. But yeah. I do think, yeah, I I understand. It, you know, we're judging people, and, and you know, I understand that. But uh, I I don't know how you feel. I, I I feel like all movies, and I guess we should get this other way because I think we've mentioned this on a couple episodes, but. Uh, and I think we differ on this, but my look, my output is all movies should be judged off of each other, not genre or type. I, I actually judge all movies equally. Yes, same. Because how else can you do it? You can't. I, something I absolutely loathe, and maybe I shouldn't point this out, because the worst thing you could ever do is tell people, hey, I hate this, because then they'll use that against you. But I, I'm just going to say it. I hate when people say things like, Oh, it's a comic book movie. Or, oh, it's a kid's film. Yeah, like this movie was was pretty good for a comic book film. Yeah, I Or hate this movie that. was, you know, it did a pretty good job for, you know, a horror movie. Stuff like that. Yeah. That, that like, yeah. it, it gets you mad. I this get is it. a, this is, that's a, a long debate with me where I cannot stand that because when I look at a kid's film, what people would say is a kid's film, when I was a kid, a lot of the films didn't treat kids like the kids at the time like they were children right you know they make a good movie and i think that's my long debate whereas what bothers me and would make a kids movie be rated lower is when it does treat them like they're stupid and that's why i get mad at certain kinds of kids films and i think if i had to make an example of what i'm talking about uh when we were growing up like uh like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory mm-hmm. is a great example of a movie that's like, is this for adults? Is this for kids? It's got something for everybody and everybody can relate to it. Either if it's for kids or not, it doesn't matter because everybody can watch that movie and enjoy it. 
uh, recently into the Spider-Verse. It, it's an animated film. It's a comic book movie, but it's for everybody. Everybody can find something amazing in that. Mm-hmm. It does not treat kids like it's stupid. Like they're stupid. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah, it doesn't act like they have to beat people over the head to make them understand things. Right. Which we have seen movies recently do that, and that really bothers me. So, yeah, that's not long debate. So, in general, I can't stand it because I, is a movie fun? Is a movie this? Is a movie that? Yeah. That's how it should be rated. Well, you can always tell when a movie treats the audience as though they're stupid is when they do a, like a, a flashback and they show you what you just watched on the screen. Yeah. Like five minutes ago. Let's like, face hey, it. remember that scene five minutes ago when this happened? Yeah. Like, if you're watching yeah. a movie that's an hour and a half to two hours, I think you can remember it. Yeah. That's that. That's treating the audience like they're stupid. Yes. That's, that's, that's not having faith in your audience no. whatsoever. And that's bad writing and that's bad directing. At least that's how I look at it. And so when people say that to me, oh, you know, and I think we've had this debate and we actually uh, really love uh, Joe Bob Briggs and we watch uh, his show. Uh, and he was debating about, you know, elevated horror versus horror, like slasher, and how he doesn't like the fact that people say elevated horror, where I kind of understand that concept because I've known a lot of people who don't like horror films because they think they're all slashers. And right. a lot of slashers can be mindless. And I understand that. And there is fun to be had, but is that a good movie versus a movie that's going out of its way to tell a very metaphorical story. Right. And I think I appreciate those more. And I can see why some people need to be told, oh, this is elevated horror. This is something more like a Videodrome or something David Cronenberg is making. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a horror movie that is doing horror in some kind of realistic tone of what-if scenario instead of just doing, oh, is a guy in a mask killing you? Right, like you The know? Witch. The Witch is a, a good, you know, yeah. that's... slow burns with really great uh, imagery and taking itself very, like, they're not going to beat you over the head with it. They're right. going to slow pace the horror. Mm-hmm. And it works, to me, way better. And I think that's why we've been hard on so many movies recently, like Scream, yeah, because you're, you're just getting the run-of-the-mill same old crap that you've been watching. This is number six in the series. This is six movies of the same thing. Exactly. And, you know, people adore it, and that's fine. There is something to enjoy, especially because it's a nostalgic thing mm-hmm. where people from their childhood kind of grew up with it and they love it. But it's the same thing. It, it's following a trope, mm-hmm. and to me that's lazy. And it's not evolving. It's not doing anything new. Whereas I, uh, we, I, I think if you have ever heard me, I maybe have mentioned in a previous episodes how much I love Saw. Or a lot of people kind of knock it as torture porn, uh, which I hate. It actually has a very rich, like, mythology. There's a lot of story going on there. There's a twist. There's always something big happening in everything's happening for a reason. To me, that's and it's always evolving. Mm-hmm. They're always finding a new creative way to keep that damn series going, and that impresses the hell out of me. You know, and so I think that needs to be praised more than something like Scream, which is like, oh, who's the killer this week? Yeah, you know? I think it definitely needs to be praised more than Scream. I think it's a better franchise. I mean, hands down, a better franchise. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I get the whole torture porn thing if you kind of relate it to like a movie like Hostel. You know, where that's just what they're doing in the movie, you know? Well, they're doing it in the movie, but it's really about getting away. So that's like right. a movie about escape, 
and getting caught in a foreign land and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, people are torturing people for money in the movie. Right. That's right. a that's a side plot. But people are calling that torture porn. To me, the word torture porn would represent nothing but a movie that just shows hurting people as like, the plot. I spit on your that's grave it. or something like that. Well, you say I spit on your That's a revenge tale. So I, I don't actually think that that one works. But it, a movie that literally... Last House on the Left? That's another re- revenge movie. But uh, yeah, to me... Well, we'll get... In, this is a good segue, actually, because... Uh, my first movie on this my list is going to tie into that and yeah torture porn to me and is a perfect example of when you rate stuff because if a movie has no reason to exist other than to show something brutal to the audience to fill a a need which is what porn does porn shows people sexual gratification Right, that's what they get from it, and that's why we call it like porn, and that's why we turn torture porn, mm-hmm. which would mean that there's nothing; it's void of anything else but the porn part, and the torture is the porn, and so that's why I get mad with Saw and all these things getting that kind of label, because it's like that's kind of ridiculous when there's a whole movie and a and a whole reason and and heroes and villains and. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in those films to make that more than just porn. Mm -hmm. But since we're, let's segue perfectly into our lists. Because my number one, to me, when people always ask me, what is the worst movie you've ever seen? And I've seen a ton. We've seen some of the worst movies That's one of the hardest questions that anyone's ever asked me. And I get that asked. That's asked. That's a hard question? Yeah, because there, there are several... Um, completely disastrous things I, I can't even fathom. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've seen purposely, we, we, we search out, what is the worst movie? It's something that we've talked about for years. When people say, what is the worst thing? What is the best thing? I I love that question. So yeah. to me, hearing, well, what is the worst movie ever made? Now, we have been watching movies with a group of friends. We, we watch a lot of movies. We just... We want to watch movies. Or we're really interested in knowing what is bad. Right. Well, like, let me interject for one second because mm-hmm. I did purposely put a different movie because I knew you were gonna what movie you were gonna put for this. I, I mean, I have tons, but right. But I, I, I just took knew. one in particular yes. because it's so, a perfect example of what I hate. I switched my movie because I I actually started writing it and I'm like, okay, he's gonna say the same thing. So oh yeah, I, I would love to know if we actually wrote some of the same things, but. I doubt it because I try to go all over the place with my list. Yes, but, me too. Uh, yeah, but so when people and I we, and this is really funny too because I always ask people. Um, I think my Instagram, my I think my profile says or our our movie page for this podcast says, "What is the worst movie ever made?" You know, and I'm always asking people, "Tell me what the worst movie you've ever seen is." And I love when people reach out and they give me uh, suggestions because I want to see. Is it the worst movie ever made? And I get suggestions all the time that aren't bad. And I'm like, you're very lucky because well, I've seen bad films. Art is subjective, you know? People have different opinions well, on things. So well, whatever someone says is the most unwatchable thing they've ever seen, you know, could be mediocre to us. 
That's what I'm saying. And yeah. because they haven't seen the things that we have seen, mm-hmm. we've seen the abyss. It's looked back at us. <laughs> the, the abyss yeah. of turds. And, and I'm like, you're lucky. Uh, I have a, a guy I've been chatting with on uh, Instagram, and he is doing a five of the best movies of a year, and then he's doing one of the worst. And I, I chatted. I said, every time I look, purposely look at his worst movie of that year, and I always write to him, oh, man, you're really lucky. You, that year, there's some really bad ones, and I've seen some. <laughs> and he's always laughing, and I told him I was going to start doing the bizarro version of him, but just doing bad movies from each year. But, um, yeah, so my first one-star movie, right, when someone asked me, I usually don't say this one. I actually say another movie called Food Fight just because it's easier for me to talk about. But the, re- the movie I really wrote down is a movie called Elsa, She-Wolf of the SS. That's what I started writing. (laughs) The ultimate in screen terror. The horror that was the Nazi nightmare explodes on the screen. Because of the shocking nature of many scenes in this film, it is definitely not recommended for the squeamish or easily offended. Now, I not only do I loathe this type of movie, this to me is torture porn. This movie was nothing but Nazis torturing people. Yeah. And I think this movie was made specifically for a group of people who have a fetish. And I do not like that that kind of thing exists. And because I think this is gratuitous, and I think that this is serves no purpose but to fulfill that weird itch. Mm-hmm. And I think that's torture porn. And this movie, when I say this, the plot is that maybe this person's going to get caught, and that's it. And the whole movie is about an hour and a half to maybe plus time of just torturing people. Sexually... And violently. And it was appalling. And the only reason we even watched this piece of shit is because a friend picked it when he... We, we, we do this game where we roll and we have a score and you have a type of movie and the person's got to pick a movie in that score. And this person picked it because they're like, well, we haven't seen this yet. Yeah. And unfortunately... This is our bad movie night group that we do on Mondays. Yeah, who have joined us on the Fast and the Furious uh, episodes that we've done recently. And... Uh, they picked this, and we sat there quietly in a group, appalled, sober, and just being in like so uncomfortable. Just collectively disgusted. Yes. I, I and was, starting to laugh because yeah. we're all doing what we're doing. I mean, yeah. And how we should just turn it off. <laughs> I mean, we just looked at each other, and we just started laughing because we were just like, okay, th- this is literally, I think, uh, you know, a one out of ten. It's pretty much a zero, but it's an unwatchable film to me. Yeah. That, but one is an unwatchable film, and that one was definitely... The worst of the worst. Yeah. The worst. It, and we didn't shut it off. We finished it. Well, we always finish. Yeah. And, yeah. and here's what bothers me about this movie the most. It has a 5.1 on IMDb. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I've read That's comments disgusting. saying how good it is, and that oh really disturbs me. You know, the people are saying that that movie is good i don't know what they were watching because that's the people who really enjoy and i guess that comes down to that debate about uh 
elevated horror versus horror and how if you say you elevated horror, you hate horror. Well, that's the kind of horror I hate. And I don't find anything interesting or appealing toward it. And I really don't like, and I, I'm scared of people who do. I know. So That's true. I'm sorry out there if anybody does. Um, I know that there are fans of things like that, you know. But that I, one I, was just not I need for us. something. Yeah, I need heroes. I need, I need a reason. I don't want to watch these movies where the bad guy, like I'm fine with movies where the bad guy wins if it's good. <laughs> Yeah. But not if it's like, you know. Not like that. I want something to get beat. So what did you write down for one? <laughs> okay, so I did start writing Elsa. But um, I knew you were going to write that. So I chose another simply unwatchable, embarrassing debacle of a film that I wish I had never seen. And it's called Cats. And I, I'm thinking of, okay, this is the movie that made me never, ever, ever want to see James Corden again on screen. He irritated the shit out of me, but it was also just how humiliating it must have been for this cast of people. I mean, you have Judy Dench for crying out loud, okay? You have Judy Dench. You have Idris Elba. God, help us all. I mean, I, I can go on for days about the cast, but it's just... This is a hilarious one-star movie. And we, we actually watch, uh, I think, uh, uh, we watch some guys on YouTube, and they were they did, like, their top five So Bad They're Good movies, and they all had this on their lists. It's and not so bad. It's good. It's just it bad, bad. Me. I didn't hate this as much uh, as you did, but it uh, is bad. I mean, I just, I was so angry. I think I actually threw something at our friend Jeff because he's the one that chose this film. And I was like, you motherfucker, get but out of my house. we all needed to see it. I, I mean. We all had to see it. This whole thing, it was so, it was gross. It was like creepy. I couldn't watch it. There were, you know, just the actors and how much I, I really love Idris Elba. And having him in that situation, I felt terrible i felt cr it was cringeworthy it was terrible so in my eyes a one would be cats so it was like, unwatchable i guess my question to you is because it's a one-star movie you're saying that that movie has nothing redeeming about no it. there's not anything redeeming about it not even the way they changed the they changed the songs like i thought that maybe they would you know make it spicier make it better you know because cats you know the songs in cats are kind of like you know it's aged you could feel the age in it you know but i wanted them to do something bigger you know? well you know i guess this might be a sin because this is one of those long lasting musicals yeah but i hate the musical you know, we did see the musical. We saw it on Broadway in New York City. We did. And um, I was not drunk enough. We we didn't really enjoy it much at all. No. Um, so that was kind of, maybe that had something to do with the way we felt it, about it, the movie. It literally is a story about cats dying and going to heaven. 
that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And it, what the, why is, is this enjoying? Like, enjoyable? Like, uh, yeah, a lot of people, uh, you know, theater buffs, that that's like their go-to movie, I guess. There's a no, lot of, but. There's no skiddly paps in it, as I recall. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Skippity Paps. Skippity Paps. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> follow Tony Baker on Instagram. He's awesome. <laughs> anyway, so um. But you want to move on to yeah, two? Yeah, moved on to two because yeah. And you want you start this time right, because I so ranted for a very long time, like usual. Two, um, a two out of ten is is a so one is is unwatchable. A two out of ten is nearly unwatchable. Yeah. So. Um, there's just something little that elevates it. There's something little that elevates it. And speaking of little, Garbage Pail Kids the movie. And they came out to help us. Meet the Garbage Pail Kids. Starring Nat Nerd, Windy Winston, Messy Tessie. Give him a chance, Tangerine. You'll like it. Ali Gator, Valerie Vomit, Lisa Gregg. Ah, I'm gonna for this. Foul Phil. Nice to the topes. The Garbage Pail Kids movie. That is a two out of ten for me. I think this movie I actually gave a one. Yeah, it's it's appalling. <laughs> well, I laughed only because of how I think I, I think I don't know if I was laughing at the movie or how absurd and disturbing it was, or if I was laughing at the fact that my buddies who were I made watch this movie on Bad Movie Night were just mad at me for making them watch. It's it's this. it's hard. It's one of the harder movies I've ever watched. Yeah. Uh, on every level, <laughs> I feel bad for the disturbing. actors in the suits. I don't like looking at the suits. Yeah. The main character is a little child and is a a, a, a more aged woman. What's her name? Tangerine? I don't know. Or they're, Clementine? They're, they're almost having a sexual relationship. It's it is very, very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And at one point, I think she spreads her legs open and she's <laughs> underage. And it is no. very uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like her in a G-string. And it's just... I mean, yeah, she's... It, yeah. I just remember going, <laughs> I guess this does capture the idea of what Garbage Pail Kids stand for. Like well, yeah, disgusting vomiting and all yeah, that. Yeah, they're gross. And, and that could be funny, but it captures only that, the disgusting, vile parts of it. Yeah. I don't remember liking a thing about See, it. See, I made you guys watch this on Bad Movie Night simply because it was part of my childhood. It was always on TV. And also That's I wild. had the VHS. I so, never like, watched it. I would always make my mom go to the video store across the street and rent this godforsaken movie when i was a kid but as a grown-up i i watched it again for the very first time and i'm like oh god damn it this is just trash so anyway <laughs> what is your two what does two mean to you well i put something on that we recently had watched and this one's called fire maidens from outer space <laughs> oh, god. Uh, here on the 13th moon of the planet saturn are atomic forces that control the tides of all earthly desire Within the moon's temple of love dwell the fire maidens of outer space, dedicated to the purpose of creating a new race of supermen and holding captive all who fall under their spell. By the Lord of Atlantis, I am yours. But theirs is a moon-mad evil love that makes victims of their own kind and puts them to the fearful ordeal by fire. Never, 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 never
This actually has a 2.5 on IMDb, so I'm very close on exactly how the score should be uh, to what others have suggested. Uh, It's just a boring, boring film that has nothing really great about it except for how stupid it is. (laughs) And it is worth the laughing at how dumb it is. So it's elevated from garbage because of just that little thing to me. To nearly... Nearly watchable garbage. Yeah, it's so close to entering that other domain. Yeah. But it's still just so boring that you're like, I okay. (laughs) It was so stupid. Yeah. Um. All right. So. Well, from on here, for me, I don't know how you feel about this, but from here on, just three and four are so bad it's good territory. Okay, so I put for three. I mean, a three to me is watchable but bad. Okay. And fours are entertaining, but bad. <laughs> yeah. See, to me, three and four star movies are so bad it's good. To me, uh, this this is so bad it's good, right? Because so bad it's good to me is a movie that is a one because technically on every front it's terrible, but it gets elevated upward mm-hmm. by how enjoyable that terrible stuff <laughs> yeah. is. And so that's why three and four perfectly capture so bad it's good. Um, when a movie goes past that, it's good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I'm, I have a little, that's a little bit of a debate with me all the time about three and four star movies are, a three is just on the cusp of being so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. And then it's four it's is the so bad, so bad it's good. good yes, that's the way I see it too. So like three is watchable, but bad. And then four is entertaining, but bad, but so bad it's good. Okay. So, so what's yeah. your three? So three, I put the crawlers. We did. We did a uh, yeah. We did a, this. <laughs> I <laughs> might have given like, it a four. I'm like, okay, this this movie. We I watched it. I I got through it, but it was it was a turd. <laughs> yeah, uh, I put two movies here because I didn't know I didn't want to keep going back to older movies that no one's ever heard of. So I try to do both. I try to do a newer film and a movie that is old, and so. So we're doing three, um, three star mm-hmm. out of ten. Um, to me, this is right on the cusp of being so bad it's good. Like, it's just getting there. It's eking over terrible mm-hmm. to so bad it's good. And I, I put for an older movie, I put Queen Kong. <laughs> this, this is a movie that it is very hard to watch, but it is a full-on parody of King Kong, where King Kong is a woman, mm-hmm. ape, and the man is the one that he is. She is groping. Role and reversal. What What was great to me was th- that was ahead of its time. It's a funny joke to do a woman groping a man to make fun of what King Kong is about, and they also play a Queen Kong song over throughout the whole movie that makes me really giddy it got stuck in my head <laughs> nothing is better to me than we almost did this for the podcast this movie uh but nothing is better to me than a terrible sound like a song that is the movie theme and they, i love that they do these in certain movies
So it, it's right on the cusp. But then I wanted to get a, a newer movie just to get more of an understanding. And so I put Halloween Halloween Ends. Oh, okay. I see. For three. Okay. It's a three-star movie. And the crazy part here is Queen Kong has a 3.2 on IMDb. So it's very perfectly capturing what a three-star is. Mm-hmm. But Halloween Ends has a five. Now, I can see why it has a five. Because Halloween fans. Right. right? And also, it's trying to do something different. And I'm also on board for that. But it executes it horribly. Yes, it does. It almost executes it to a so bad it's good level. It's very close to being... We were laughing in the theater. Yes. and But there, it ended up in like um, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty big anger and disappointment. Yeah, overall, I think it was just bad. But we were on the almost, holy shit, this is so bad it's good. Because we actually turned our episode into so bad it's good to our tr- talking trash on it. And we pointed out some stuff that we saw in the movie that we thought was happening that made us laugh our asses off. And that's why it's so close to being in that level to me. Okay. So I had to put that because I wanted to get an old and a new just so you understand where I'm coming from. Okay. But I I, I don't think that movie's good. No, it's not. It's trash. Um, But it's so so funny in accidental ways. I mean, in some accidental ways. At least I think it's accidental. I don't know. I don't know. I I I can't tell either. The whole movie's just a mess. It's a mess. But... um, so four out of tens are entertaining but bad, in my opinion. So entertaining but bad would mean troll two. They're eating her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh my god. Oh wow, okay. Troll two is a craptacular craptor piece. It is uh, just uh it's always me a cult classic now i mean you know bad movie fans everywhere love this film and i i absolutely love it too it's entertaining but i know it's a bad movie it's just it's terribly acted it's terribly it's just it's just a piece of crap and it's like you know what's a perfect example of that it's comfort food it is. It it's is. one of those movies you could just put on and laugh and smile. Yeah, and we can quote it like the back of our hand. So we've it's seen like it enough, yeah. we've seen it so many times. Um, but I have to give it, you know, a four because it is. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie, but it's oh, it's so entertaining film. that you know it's in my soul. So um, that that to me is a four. Well, it's funny because uh, I said a four is the quintessential so bad is good film, and I did one for you. Because okay. my love for you goes deep. So my number four star movie is the Lucio Fulci <laughs> masterpiece. Three. No, The Beyond. The Beyond? I think I, oh, my friend said the other day, me. this movie is insane. And he texts me the other day. He's like, it's it's so bad. And i like, it, it's terrible. Yeah. But I think it's his best film. And that says a lot. 
It does not make a lick of sense. It doesn't. It is very baffling. <laughs> and man, is it a hoot to sit through and watch. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, is the perfect example of what I want to watch when I want to watch something. When someone says, well, what is so bad it's good? I want to tell them, you have to see this movie. If your mouth isn't open and you're not accidentally laughing hysterically mm-hmm. throughout this film, then something's wrong. Yeah. Because this movie is, it's got everything you want. Every bad cliche, every trope, yeah. every bad idea. Yes, just and it, it one begs film. the question, what am I watching? Yeah, what am I watching? <laughs> what was it's this? It's like a freaking dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> like you just can't it's, take your eyes off the screen. You get a group of friends together with some beers, and you put on something like this where everybody's just asking questions and laughing at each other's questions or answers. Mm-hmm. That's a great time. It is. And So Bad It's Good movies are perfect for that. That's a really good pick. Troll 2 is good. Yours is a good pick, too. But The Beyond yeah. is something... That's next world. That it's so insane. And you know what? It's got a six point six on IMDb. Oh, Jesus, that's oh my blown to me. So, yeah, that's um, yeah. Um, okay, so moving on. So fives. What did you say a five is? Okay, so five I think is a mediocre film. It's kind of just in the middle, hanging there. It doesn't have anything spectacular about it, but it's not really trash either. It's just kind of, you know, there. Yeah. I actually wrote down mediocre, a.k.a. bad and forgettable, but with merit. Yeah. And I will say this. A five-star movie is closer to a one and a two than a three and a four to me. Yeah. I know a lot of people might disagree with that, but a five to me is a movie that's so middling that you forget it exists. That's true. And that's not good. No, it's not good at all. Because at least ones and twos and threes you'll remember because of what trash it. they are. Yeah, it'll stick in your mind. But yeah. You know how many movies I've seen in my lifetime that are fives that I'm like, oh, that existed. Yeah. I forgot about this movie. Yeah. So I tried to write one of those down. So which one did you write? I actually wrote a newer one. Something that came out within the last few years. Okay. And the one I decided to write down was Netflix's Day Shift. Vampires. They're the monsters. And all they are is murdering. Does not eclipse, new moon, breaking dawn, point one. It ain't like that, all right? Why do you know the names to all the specific Twilight films? What? And what's your gripe with breaking dawn part two? It's the exciting conclusion of the whole Twilight saga. Welcome to the day shift, motherfucker. Because I'm okay. not kidding you, I forgot this existed until yesterday That's when while I was watching Fox. YouTube okay. and the Corridor crew had a scene from it. And I was like, holy crap, that movie happened. We watched that movie, yeah. Yeah, I forgot all about it. Yep. And so that is a perfect example of a five-star movie. Mm-hmm. It has some interesting ideas, some really cool like uh, special effects and some good like choreography. Yeah. And... I forgot it even happened. Like, and I remember now thinking back to it, it was just a bad story. It, it ended terribly. Mm-hmm. And some of the characters were awful. To the point where I forgot that even happened. That it, yeah. And that has a, a 6.1 on IMDb. Okay. All right. What would you write? Um, well, my mediocre film is a lot of horror fans might disagree with this. You know, this is just an opinion. 
but I feel like a mediocre film would be like Terror Train. 20th Century Fox invites you to join the boys and girls of Sigma Phi for their annual New Year's Eve party. This year is a masquerade on wheels, and the person behind you could be your best friend or the last person you see on Earth. Experience the most terrifying ride of your life on the Terror Train, rated R. Um, for a horror fan like me, this movie is um, very generic. It's very, you know, it's got a good cast, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis and stuff, isn't it? But um, it just, it wasn't, it didn't do anything for me. It was just there. It was just there. Like there was nothing spectacular about it. They they tried a little bit to do some, like a little bit of like a twist or a shock, but it just didn't land. It was just a basic like, okay, well, that's just something I'll have on the background when I'm like, you know, cleaning the house or something. Yeah. It, it was just mediocre. Yeah, I agree. And that's a Jamie Lee Curtis movie. And uh, yeah. yeah, and it has a very memorable killer face. Yeah. And I don't remember anything else about it. Oh, you know what? I do remember that David Copperfield is mysteriously in this film. David Copperfield. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. It, and it was just very, it was shot very dark and you can see what the hell is happening most of the time and that was just you know another good know. one to add to that because you made me think about it just now is prom night yeah because same. it's another jamie lee curtis movie but i can never we've talked about this a billion times i do not remember anything about who the killer is or what happens yeah in the end. we had to actually i, I actually watched re-watch this yeah. yes because i it, this also is on my fives list same um because I, I just had to go back and, and it's like, wait, did we, did, was Leslie Nielsen the killer or was it the brother? I really we remember We had to go like back. That, yeah. yeah. No, it was. We had this debate over this movie because we couldn't remember it. And yeah. we've probably seen it three or four times. Yes. And we don't remember anything about it. it that, that, that falls under mediocre. Yeah, I so, think so too. So uh, we're on to six here. So sixes, um, in my opinion, sixes are good. We come out of the theater and we're like, oh, this is a good movie. It's I wrote movie. okay. Yeah, it's good. It's 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 good. You know, like it's not like oh my god, I love it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's a good movie. So for this good movie, I I had a six down for Black Widow. I tell people my sister moved out west. You're a science teacher. Your husband, he renovates houses. You're thinking about moving, but you're gonna wait until the interest rates go down. That's not my story. <laughs> Before I was an Avenger, I made mistakes. And a lot of enemies. His call sign's Taskmaster. He controls the Red Room. They're manipulated, fully conscious, but no choices. I should have come back for you. How many others are there? Yeah. I, I do like, not like Black Widow. Yeah, that's a five for me. But yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah, I, 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 it was one of those movies where like, okay. okay, you know, like this is, this is, this is a decent movie. It's a decent film. All right. This is a, a six. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and you know, there were reasons why I chose that, obviously, because Florence Pugh and I love her. Yeah, but she was good in it. Yeah. So. Also, uh, oh, David Harbour. Oh, David Harbour. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. very funny in it. So, I mean, th- that movie to me was a six. So what was your six? Um, I'm trying again. I tried to go for something newer, so I went for Smile. 
Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. It's smiling at me. It's smiling at me. From last oh, year. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, because there was some stuff about Smile that I really enjoyed. Same. Uh, but the problem was that overall kind of missed the mark in the ending it's like mm -hmm. they didn't it couldn't land an entire film yeah. but they damned it they have some really great stuff going on in that film okay and it's well done and the actress is pretty fantastic yeah it's just not the best story overall yeah it, it, it they didn't know how to end it so yeah, yeah so I, I get it i came know? out and I, I think we talked about it. we did an episode on it and uh, after we saw it and i think i said you know what this was okay yeah, so, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like perfect six. And you know what? Perfect it actually six. has a 6.5 on IMDb. Oh, that's good. <laughs> funny. Um, all right, so moving on. So sevens, to me, in my opinion, seven out of ten, is a very good movie. So a very good movie, to me, would be a movie like A Man Called Otto. I brought you some food. Okay, bye. Are you always this unfriendly? I am not unfriendly. Okay, you're like a warm cuddle. What is that? Looks like he's yours now, Otto. You're not taking over my bed. You think you have to do everything on your own, but no one can. I can't stand watching one idiot try to teach another how to drive. It's lesson time. Thank you. Clutch in and brake, brake, brake. The car is stopped. I almost hit the car. Mr. Reins, a hybrid. My life was black and white before Sonia. She's always gonna be with you, Otto. Hi, Otto! My father used to smile like that. I'm not smiling. Exactly. I like that okay. movie. I thought that was very well done. It was very well acted. It was very well filmed. Yeah, I think it's streaming on Netflix right now. Yeah, I liked that movie a lot, and um, I thought it was very good. Um, so that's mine. Yeah, that that is a a good example. Uh, that. There's a lot of good stuff about that, and I can see yeah. why you picked it. Mm -hmm. um, I all, I went for another movie from um, within the last year. I think it will maybe last year. Uh, I went for Prey on Hulu. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the new Predator film. surprised us yeah. and so it, it was very elevated out of a more mediocre movie which it could have easily been i really shocked how much i enjoyed it mm -hmm. and i also appreciated that it was done on like a small budget and uh it knocked that out of the park and yeah. the actress is great and oh, i yeah. can i'm hoping for the sequel of it so i'm looking forward to that and again i nailed it with uh my imdb is 7.1 oh. and i gave it a seven <laughs> 
So okay, all right. So um, we're getting in great territory. Yeah, we're right? doing. Yeah, we're, okay. So eight, eight out of ten. Um, it's an excellent movie to me. It's excellent. Um, and that's Elvis. Guess what I wrote? Elvis. Elvis. Zap! Get out of my head. <laughs> yes. It, uh, obviously, it, it's not a perfect film. No. Um, Tom Hanks, I think, is the big problem with that film. Yes. And also, it's a little too. It's a little too messy with uh, tonally with music and stuff like that. They use new music. And, and I, I like the idea of that, but it's over-embellishing a little too much in Baz Luhrmann. And we, yeah, he, he kind of showboats yeah. a smidge. But, you know, um, as, a, as an Elvis fan my whole entire life, um, I, I really appreciated austin butler's performance yeah. and, and this is this is one of those movies a lot of people just don't want to give a lot of credit to but what they were able to accomplish by doing elvis better than i've ever seen it on screen while also nailing the idea of what the fate of this man was his mm-hmm. destiny mm-hmm. they nailed that whole concept yeah and it it does it really really well i understand some people just wanted a full biography but the movie is kind of doing more of a Destiny tied in thing yeah. and how fame really destroys people. And that I've really loved. And I, I think it nails it. It has a 7.3 on IMDb. Okay. Very close. When you get into the higher scores, IMDb is going to have lower ratings because it's very rare to find a movie that's rated high. Because there's so many people who either want to dump on a movie or what that ties the review down. Mm -hmm. So I'm always fascinated in that. But we both put the same thing. Okay, so So that's awesome. Uh, All right, so nines out of ten. A nine is a a near perfect film. Nine is as close to perfect as you're going to get without being a ten. And um, for that, I put Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Nice. I did put Willy Wonka. It's... It's almost a perfect film. Yeah, I might have actually rated this one as one of my higher films. Uh, that movie, okay. uh, I adore it, and I will say there is a problem with it. So if I yes. gave it a nine, I will agree because nobody likes the uh, mother song. You get blue like everyone, but me and Grandpa Joe. And make your troubles go away, blow away, there they go. Cheer up, Charlie, give me a smile. What happened to that smile I used to know? No, there's yeah. there's problems. With the, the, that's it. But, but when they get inside the cho- when they get to the chocolate factory, mm-hmm. it's like a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even care. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look, and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin Traveling in the world of my creation What we'll see will defy Explanation I picked two movies now for this because, again, I wanted to get two different times 
I wanted to put something out of left field that I think is a near masterpiece. And that's who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh. <laughs> I, I understand that that might be a strange pick, but there has n- that movie technically blew open how movies were made. Mm-hmm. They did astonishing things on that film. They really did. And it still looks great to this day. Mm-hmm. And it is a hell of a lot of fun. And if you're a fan of cartoons, your childhood, you get to see everything in that film. And it is so much fun. And I love, this is a film to not treat kids like they were stupid. It had sex jokes. It went full on oh, with violence. 100%. It did not even hold back. It just was like, we're making a movie and we're not thinking about everybody's like, you know, oh, they're sensitive. We're, they're not thinking about that. They just made a really fun, awesome movie mm-hmm. made for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely adore it. But... On the other flip side of that, uh, a movie within the last few years, I actually, this is very rare that I have given a movie a nine in the last few years, and that would be Coda. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, my I, God. I know that. If you have not seen Coda, do it. Uh, here's a problem with that. A lot of people don't like movies that are that perfectly happy. A lot of people hate movies. I get it, that but it's are, not it, really that perfectly happy. It's not. It kind of is. It, it's a. It is a heartwarming movie, and it it got me in feels heavily because of how well it played with your heartstrings. And I know some people think that is a cop out to do that, but I think when you feel great about a movie at the end of it, and you walk mm-hmm. out feeling happy, and you're going to miss the characters that you just watched and wish you could watch longer. Yeah, that's Coda. That's Coda. I gave it a ten. Also. And uh, also, that is a nine. I'm on a oh, nine. Oh, we're on still. nine. Oh, okay. I gave it a ten. Oh, okay. that's how much I loved it. Um, but Troy uh, Kotzer, he won the Academy Award for that, and rightfully yeah. so. Oh, he's so good. But um, everybody yeah. is very good in that I movie. Gave that one a ten. And yeah. I, you know what? Some people might call that you know uh, too easy, mm-hmm. but I call that like that's exactly what I want from a film. You want to go to the movie theater. And you want to be heavily entertained mm-hmm. or feel a lot of emotion. And that got, got me. That movie really knew how to play with oh, emotions. Oh, we were bawling. And it also uh, told a story that I haven't seen that done that well before. Yeah. I, I, I uh, you know. So that's a nine. That's a, that's a, a near perfect. So, uh, yeah, I, I gave that movie a perfect. I loved it. Yeah. Perfect um, scores for me. I, I, we actually debated this. Now, now this <laughs> is the hardest thing ever because... You really start playing with your nostalgia. You really start playing with things that are deeper. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got to the point where I had to go back and start realizing that I've given some movies a nine. Where they, to me, they're way better than that. And so mm-hmm. I, had, I realized I hadn't given that many movies a ten ever in my life. And I think a lot of people probably have this, uh, this problem. Where is it okay to give a movie a ten? You know, because there is always something about it that there's a moment or whatever that you might not like. Uh, And so I started realizing that maybe I need to be a little looser with my reviewing. Because especially when the bad movies we have seen are literally movies that nobody wants to watch. We watched basically a lot. We watched a movie one time where it was an animated film that someone made on their computer. And it it wasn't even finished properly. It was just bodies flying around and stuff. Yeah. And we've sat through that, and that's a I mean, bad we, film. We've seen some trash. So I yeah. realized you have to start telling yourself, is it this bad or is it 
is it better? You know? And so I'm being a lot better with this. But classics, in my mind, the tens. The tens. Are the classics. The movies that did something more. It elevated more. And it also kind of did something to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, well, you already know mine. You did probably know mine. So what's yours? Oh, well, you obviously know I have two. Okay, so I have, oh. I have two. This is the only one I have two for. Um, number one, my all-time favorite 10, perfect 10 movie is Aliens 1986, Sigourney Weaver. Just tell me one thing, Burke. You're going out there to destroy them, right? Not to study, not to bring back. But to wipe them out. That's the plan. All right, people, on the ready line. Yeah. I am me. Yeah. Yeah. I am me. Yeah. 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 Get on the ready line, Marine. Get down to die. Get on the ready line. Nothing back here. Look, I'm telling you, there's something moving in. It ain't us. Get them out of there! aliens uh and then the next one would be peter jackson's return of the king the enemy will never let aragon come to the throne of gondor it is time give him the sword of the king become who you were born to be the precious sweet he needs to murder us i'm not sending him away come to me Set. The pieces are moving. He is here. We come to it at last. I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. A day may come when the courage of man fails. Forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship, but it is not this day. Whatever happens, stay with me. This day, we fight! All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. We shall see the Shire again. You gave a 
strength of arms. Not for ourselves. But we can give Frodo a chance. That is both a, are great. Yes, both, those are those are perfect movies to me. And both, uh, yeah, I mean they're very hard to even debate. And can't debate it. <laughs> we've seen both movies a billion times. I mean a billion. Like I mean, Aliens has become a way of life for me. Aliens, it nails everything. Yes, it does. It nails every. I don't think there's a bad moment. I even liked the the un you know the director's cut. With even more footage. I think it nails it. I don't think there's a bad moment. And I don't have that movie as my pick, but I completely agree that that is a 10. Because if you're an action fan, if you're a horror fan, this is the movie that did it. Now, a lot of people want to give it to Alien. And I get it. It's a little more subtle. But it's also a version of my number one score movie which would be jaws well i knew you're gonna say that alien is kind of like that Mm -hmm. i think that aliens elevates everything if a movie were to do the spinal tap and go to 11 that's (laughs) fucking i mean yeah i mean absolutely alien was 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 great but um when you take this to level 100 you know, you take Alien and you take it to level 100, you're getting Aliens. Yeah. It was fantastic. It's, it's amazing. Perfect. I can hear, just saying the word Aliens, I hear the score. Mm-hmm. I see scenes. Mm-hmm. It just stands out as this excellent movie. It's phenomenal. And now, uh, I also, my movie, uh, which is Jaws, I, this to me, this movie is perfect. Now, I know that a lot of people might disagree. Uh, it is a shark movie. That's what they'll say. It is something like that. Well, I think it's a not. I think it's about people and dealing with the situation mm-hmm. of what they're dealing with. They're so the characters in this movie are so good. The scenes, the directing. Spielberg, he made he invented the blockbuster with this movie. The I reason that we that. have blockbusters now, the move, the reason we have Aliens and ha- have Return of the King. Is because Jaws came along, blew it out of the water, literally. And no shark movie has ever, ever measured up to this. And every, every, not only shark movies, but movies in general have always wanted to do Jaws. Yes. And I think it's the standard in how you make a movie, just in general. Like, you have these likable characters, you have a mission, you do the music.
everything. And, the and this score is, on that is amazing. And I want to say this. I, I, I've talked about this before, but my favorite movies of all time, my 10-star movies, almost all of them have a theme. And that theme is happy accidents. Mm-hmm. Because on the set of almost all my favorite movies, something went wrong and they thought the movie was going to be a disaster. And that's what happened on Jaws. Uh, the shark didn't work enough, so you don't see the shark a lot. And so that forced John Williams to come up with that score. That um, forced um, to have more human moments mm-hmm. between the characters and have m- more scary effects. That girl being dragged underwater in the beginning of the film is more scary than seeing the shark actually get somebody. Yeah, it is. Because, it, I mean, it's just the anticipation of, holy shit, what's happening to this poor girl. Yes, and it also adds to the dread of when Quint comes face to face with him. Yeah. And oh my God. it adds to that. It elevates it. And now, sure, the shark jumping onto the boat is a little silly or whatever. But, wow. Talk about everything you want to nail in a film. Build yeah. up. You know, just to me. And, and the happy accident thing goes so much further. I wish I would have wrote a bunch of examples for this. But uh, we've been saying this for a long time. Uh, just happy accidents like another movie like back to the future yes. happy accident it was almost <laughs> eric stoltz and that would not have been the same movie no it wouldn't and that happy accident just kept that that happens an exorcist yeah so many things went wrong on the set and it's a happy accident that it came out the way that it did that, that and movie I think also that they're masterpieces <laughs> like and so yep. that that is that's how i look at a classic yep you know i just want you want everything to stick with you forever, you know? And I'm sure there are a lot of newer movies that I haven't given 10s that will, in another 10 years, make me realize it's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure that's what it's going to be. And for me, Jaws is something that's been with me for since I was a child. So, you know, this is the movie that's been with me forever. And the more I've seen it, the more I've appreciated it. Yeah. And that's rare. And I've it's seen amazing. it 50 times. <laughs> and every single time I see something new in it, every single time I go, damn, that's amazing. Every documentary I've ever seen on it, everything I've ever watched behind the scenes have added to it. Mm-hmm. And that to me is what a movie is. And I think your picks are just as good. Like, I mean, Return of the King. I, I know I always say Fellowship is my favorite of the series. Yeah. But Return of the King has one of the best last halves ever. Oh, my ever. God. You want to talk about a kick in the gut? I mean... It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's not even one of those movies that has to do something to make you cry. It's making yeah. you cry from happiness. Yeah. So that, that trilogy, the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, is literally... It's cha- I'm not even lying. When I, and I might sound corny when I say this, but it's changed my life. Like, it is everything that I have ever wanted in a movie. It's got... All those fantasy elements. It's got love, you know. It's it's got elves. <laughs> it's got like all you know. It's got Rivendell for God's sake. I mean, <laughs> I, I I'm just obsessed. I'm obsessed with Lord of the Rings. I love everything about Lord of the Rings. So that makes sense that it's the Return of the King is hands down one of the best movies ever made ever. That's yeah, my, that's I mean, my opinion. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean Peter Jackson. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, God yeah. bless Peter Jackson. What, what do we got there? Uh, James Cameron, Peter Jackson, and Steven, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Come on. I mean, I should have uh, mentioned an Alfred Hitchcock movie in there because <laughs> I also uh, think Psycho is a masterpiece. So Psycho is a masterpiece. Uh, so, I mean, we could have probably done that for the big names. Like, we have, like... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's how we look at movies. I mean, that in a nutshell, 
this is exactly how we always rate movies. And and I think all those movies we named, virtually every time we go see a movie, we kind of rate it off of that scale of those mm-hmm. movies that we just named. Yes. And you're always kind of like looking, is it close to this? Does it do this? Does it get to that? Because as a person who tries to do be a reviewer, that's the only way I think that you should be able to do that. I don't like when someone says, oh, I'm going to go and see that Marvel movie. And I'm going to judge it off the last Marvel movie. Right. Why don't you just judge it off of movies in general? Yeah, just, and, it's just a movie that, yeah. you know, you don't have to judge it off something else, you know? Also, there's there's a lot of one-sided people. It's like, okay, this movie is either terrible or it's a 10. Yeah. And there's no in between. Like, they just don't want to sit and think about, you know, all the elements. Yeah, there's a lot of that online. I see a lot of, um, especially on IMDb, if you go to IMDb, there's always oh, ones yeah. or tens. Hardly in the between. And I hate that. Yeah. I, I love that. I remember a perfect example is uh, Ant-Man, Quantumanium. Uh, people hate it, right? And I go, okay, is it better or worse than The Day Shift? You know what I mean? Right. Is it better than, you know, is it, did I enjoy myself? You know, it might be silly. It might be mm-hmm. a little stupid, the plot, but it's a spectacle that I'm having a good time during. Right. Did, if I was like watching the movie and going, I want to leave then I would agree with you. And I have done right. that. I think we've seen a couple movies where, like, this is bad. Yeah, like, there is no... I mean, I never wanted to leave a movie so bad and get up and just walk out than that, that last Cronenberg uh, movie that we watched. That this. Oh, wow. What's I, I the actually sun, liked the it. The sun's name? No, you didn't. Infinity Mia Pool. I Infinity Pool? Infinity. I liked it. I didn't like it. I, I just wanted to get the hell out of there. That when you when you sit in a movie like that and you're like, okay, this has to end right now. I can't take it. Just like Babylon, I wanted it to be over. Um, <laughs> People I'm sitting love it, there so. like, oh, for crying out loud, can we just please just hurry up and end this? You if you are in a movie and you think of it like that, and then you see another movie, you're like, okay, wait, does this affect me the same as Cats? You know, yeah. because Cats is a one star sack of turds. Did it affect me this bad? I don't think so. Let me just think about this. You know, doing uh, The Last Fast and the Furious, we finally caught up to nine. But I had a flashback to watching nine in the theater Mm -hmm. and just being like, this is terrible. Like, this is the worst. This doesn't even care that it makes no sense. Like, it it doesn't matter. And and so I was watching and going, oh, my God. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Why should I, you know? Yeah. And that's like... Is Quantum Manium worse than Fast and the Furious Nine? Oh my I, I don't God, think so. No. <laughs> it, I mean, when you judge it, you go, "Okay, Quantum Mania at least has some kind of story." Yeah, you know, he's trying to save his daughter something. or whatnot. You yeah, know. it's got something. It's not absolutely ridiculous, but um, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's me, that's yeah. a little insight into us. And it's a little yeah. You got us. Uh, that's our our rating system, and um. And you pretty much learned a lot about me as a person because, <laughs> and what I like and don't like. And the woman hates cats. Oh, I don't, you know, it really just made me, I, I almost started losing respect for all movies because of that. When I sat through it, I'm like, God damn it. I can't even watch a movie. I need a break. I can't watch another movie for a week after this. That's so funny. I need a break. That, that movie did something to my insides. Like, I, I just, I'm not right. I'll never be right. What a trip. Yeah, when anyone talks about that movie, I'm like, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, you sons of bitches. Yeah, so that's us. And, um, yeah, that, yeah, that's a, that's a, I just, we want to give a little insight to anybody who listens to the show and uh, give a little understanding of who we are. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and, and you know, if you have any movie recommendations, yeah, please, please uh, follow us on Instagram. Um, yeah. My Instagram is the Crafty Misfit. Um, it's like my business, but also my, you know, life. Yeah. So I, my whole life is that one. So And you'll see, I uh, tag her and everything on, because uh, I run the Just Another Movie Night podcast. Uh, this this show's Instagram, which is Just Another Movie yeah, Night Yeah, so it's on at Just Instagram. Another Movie Night and on Instagram. I run, I run that, and I tag Joe and everything. So you'll see uh, both that link and everything. Yes, and I always and, post about the movies we're watching. So if you want to go on there... And, and give me some recommendations. I love recommendations. We absolutely really appreciate yeah. recommendations. No joke. Uh, even if we know you, you know, and you're listening to the show and we're friends and in, in, outside of this, uh, just if you ever have an idea of a, pod, of a a movie to do on the podcast that you think is so bad it's good, or, or if you think it's just the worst movie you've ever seen, tell us. We, yeah. we want to know. We, we want really to watch those wanna movies. hear from everybody because we love talking about movies and we love getting recommendations. So Even if yeah. it's a movie we might have not seen, which is rare for us to be at stumped on a movie. Yeah. So uh, that kind of excites me. Yeah, like so, yeah. I follow a lot of people on Instagram, a lot of horror fans that um, introduce me to movies that I have never even oh, heard good. of. And that's I'm like, good. oh, wow, it's so cool, you know? Hmm. So, yeah, we love that. So please follow us, The Crafty Misfit and Just Another Movie Night on Instagram. And um, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening, as always. And uh, have a good one. Till next time. Thanks. Goodbye. This is a top to, uh, you know, what we use on stage. But it's very, very special because if you can see, yeah, the numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11. And amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes, you know, be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where mm. can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? I put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11.